Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. Well, this is a special edition since uh, beep, a while beep, back. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you for that. A while back, we did the Scream franchise, and guess what? A new one came out. So we are, you know, we just saw it opening night, basically. And fresh. Uh, fresh. <laughs> this is a uh, a rare opportunity for us, as we were all able to go see the movie. So we're, we're going to be talking about Scream 6. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. So we're not doing Terminator? I was told we were doing Terminator. Well, if you want to talk about Terminator, you can, but I feel like we're going to be doing that next week. So oh. we're kind of, we're in that little process of, hey, we have the opportunity to, so we're going to wedge our way in, force Man, it in. I should really read our internal emails more often. <laughs> you really should. But if you want to talk about Arnold's dong, you can if you want, but uh, we'll be talking about that next week. It's good. Um, it's good. Um, <laughs> who's not good? One Keith Swetlin. Oh wow, man! Sorry. Well, you I set don't... me up, so I gotta. <laughs> no, that was not a setup. <laughs> that was just rude. Okay, um, you could have said I'm a. You hate the hated pensionary of the of the show. You're just Maybe here. The bricks that they sit on to talk on. <laughs> it's in front of the school. Okay, you're the brick. You're the brick. No, you're I'm... the foundation of the show. One key yeah. swelling. Does that sound better? I'm. No, because now I feel um, babied. <laughs> no, uh, the man but, uh, that we have to hold his hands through the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There it is. There, there it is. Go. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Dark Fate. <laughs> I got yeah. that. No, no, we're, no, we haven't done. We're, I mean, we haven't done Terminator One yet, dude. So, uh, so we're doing Scream Six. So, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Since it just came out, so spoilers and. More Again, spoilers. as I always said, if you're listening to a podcast that's about a fucking movie that just came out and you have to be told about spoilers, you're a fucking idiot and I hate you. Yeah, we spoil it on this bitch. Take your sensitive ass back to IGN. There it is. Spoilers <laughs> and all the spoilers. As uh, Scream 6 comes, this came out just for us, we, yesterday or today, March 10th, 2023, a runtime of two hours and three minutes, the longest uh, oh, Scream God, movie. It was that long, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> Uh, directed by Matt Bettelani, Open and Tyler Gellett. Uh, they directed The Last Scream and uh, 2019's Ready or Not. Um, returning to this uh, movie will be Melissa Barrea, Jenna Ortega, Courtney Cox, Jasmine Saber-Brown, uh, Mason Gooding. Uh, joining this cast is Dermot Maloney, uh, Josh Segarra, Jack Champion, Liana Liberto, and the returning Hayden Pentonary. Hayden Penna, Save the Cheerleader, Save the World, Ari. Yeah, Hayden, she was in this movie and it was just, she was just there. Um, An Ari, you're welcome. Uh, Tony Rivellori, uh, he's from the Spider Man <laughs> movies recently. Hey, <laughs> hey Spider Man, you can save the day. Um, so what do you guys think of the movie? It felt rushed. It felt a hundred percent like, Hey, we did really well with the 2022 one. It seemed to be a, an acclaimed hit. 
all of the stars, all of the like big time people are starting to get really big. So we should probably rush out another one before we have to pay too much for them. Because God, that script felt weak. And the like, just the writing, like, really let down what was actually a pretty well like acted movie. Like the actors were fine, but that script was bad. So, one of my initial thought going like when it started was the vibes were pretty like I guess this is more of a theater experience thing that I'm talking about. The vibes were kind of fucked. Like the audience was quiet. I feel like opening night at a scream movie like people need to be hooting and hollering and laughing and clapping like that scream is that kind of movie where like you should be allowed to talk in the theater a little bit (laughs) and like laugh and point and it was just compared to scream my scream 2021 2022 experience experience, where i had just had a blast in the theater there was a bunch of scream heads there clapping and cheering like when you were supposed to and like the vibes were all off but i don't know it was I think they had lightning in a bottle a little bit with that last one. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty fun. And this one, it just kind of felt like the same and it was too soon. I was complaining on the drive home that this movie should have been like three years from now. Like coming out. It also just felt super (laughs) safe. I mean, literally no one of any like importance died in this movie. (laughs) Like that's not how scream works. Like someone like important is supposed to die because it makes it like it makes there have stakes. There just felt like there was no stakes in this movie. Well, this movie got greenlit three months after Scream 5 got, <laughs> got released. Um, uh, For me, I kind of saw the review. Like, I was, I don't read reviews, but I just look at the numbers. And I'm like, okay, you know, like IGN, <laughs> you know, coincidence, Keith, IGN gave this a nine. And then, like in the, <laughs> and in the comments, it's like, uh, "Scream Six, it's you know, does a lot of the past, but with a new take, and you know, it looks, you know, should be good, uh, will be good, and looks good for the future." And I watched, and I'll be kind honest, I was a little bored in this movie. Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, Two okay, hours. let's get into one thing that's really fucking annoying now about movies. So I got to the theater like five minutes after showtime started. I got myself some snackies, which took another few minutes. So I didn't get into the theater like till 10, 15 minutes after showtime started. There were still another 15 minutes of oh. trailers and ads. Well, like, uh, fun fact. Half an hour of trailers and ads before movies start. Uh, fun fact: Our movie time was eight ten. Trailers did not start till eight fifteen. Like it, it, Keith looked at his watch and it was just like it said eight fifteen. Um, so yeah, they was already five minutes behind on even starting trailers. So like, and uh, so I don't get the pod. <laughs> I was gonna say, so I don't get the podcast in trouble. Uh, parody satire, but any executives who greenlight the idea of having commercials play after your showtime starts. Should be drugged out in public and executed in front of a crowd. There it is. Seems like a bit much, but <laughs> also I swear to God, if one more time before I go see a movie in a theater, I'm start getting like a hand job from actors telling me how much they appreciate me seeing their movie in a theater, I'm gonna <laughs> lose my mind. So... You, can, you can blame Tom Cruise for that one. You can blame Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise did that for. Oh, Tom they were Gun. doing that before Tom. <laughs> I appreciate it personally. Yeah, because no, that like started with like Fast and the Furious. Because Fast yeah. and the Furious did that. Like Dom was like, 
No. Welcome back to the movie. <laughs> also, was family. anyone else surprised that we didn't get Dom in this movie with how much they talked about fucking family? Yeah. As I told the producer, she wanted to know how the movie went. I'm like, to me, this felt like a Fast and Furious movie of the fact of the <laughs> the main four, the core four had no consequences to what would happen to them while everybody else. Yeah, you can be leaving or, you know, be murdered. Um, but no, I was just bored. I think the funny thing is, I don't know if it happened, but uh, when I was walking into the theater for the first time after getting my snacks, um, like there was people behind me and they were going the same movie with us. However, they went to the theater over thinking it was a two door theater yeah. <laughs> and they went. So I, I, I'm like, you know what, you know what, you guys can do it on your own. You guys can figure this one out. Hopefully that you'll be an hour in the movie and your seats might be taken. So uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, So I don't know if they ever came back to our it theater. It also didn't help that the movie just felt really dumb. Because <laughs> like you have this, like they build up Sam to be like this super overprotective and like, worried about everything person and yet they have like a random roommate and yeah when everything starts they don't send everyone who's not the core four away like it's just like decisions made through the whole movie just feel so stupid that i'm just like what are we what are we doing yeah um there was a i would say we'll get into it like once uh rick reads the plot but it's just like there's a lot of times for me in this movie i'm watching it and i'm like you knocked down the killer. You or the oh my god! You knocked down Ghostface so many times. You knocked him down. Just jump on kick cops. Him. Yeah, kick him. Kick you him. know, it looks like you knocked him down. Run! Like, why are we running? You knocked him down, dude. Like, well, especially times. when one of them's like a nineteen-year-old, very small woman. Yeah, like you knocked her down. Just unmask. Nah, now nah, run. Also, we're six movies deep, and they literally say in this movie there was only one ever time where there wasn't multiple ghost face killers. Why are we still surprised when a second ghost face shows up? Right. Or a third or a four. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, there is two. This, I don't know. Like, let's just get into it. So, Rick, give us the, uh, the plot to Scream 6. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the plot to Scream Six. It's been a year since the once again. Uh, let me start again. It's been a year since once again a ghost face went crazy in Woodsboro, California. So, in a total break from the previous films, the survivors head off to college thinking they would escape their past. Turns out they were wrong. Now in New York, a new ghost face has appeared and once again coming after the Carpenter sisters. Will the group be smart enough not to trust the newcomers to the group? That they clearly already don't trust. Will Gail ever learn from her life experiences? Where the hell is Sydney? Find out all this and more in Scream 6, the face-stabbing one. So, yes, the uh, big, you know, um, big uh, elephant in the room is Nev Campbell's not in this movie. Um, it was stated in June 6 of 2022 that she would not be reprising a role of Sydney after starring in the five previous films due to a salary dispute with Paramount. Go oh, so um, like, what the fuck, Paramount? Pay fucking Nev Campbell. Like it's Scream. You're gonna fucking nickel and dime Nev Campbell over Scream, you assholes. 
it's kind of like you know i know we haven't done these franchises yet but we will and it comes down to like um creed 3 sylvester stallone's not in creed 3 that is because the stallone wants to own the rights to rocky since he's you know he helped create it and you know make it what it is today but they're like nah you're good you don't you don't need the rights so um that's why he's like fighting for the rights for to party but also for stallone but also he is you know wants nothing to do with it right now and then this is the same thing with her of you know this felt like well you could have used her but it you know, I would, would she, you know, what would she done? The same thing she did in the last movie. Yeah, I don't like. It was very weird for her not to be there. But like you yeah. just said, I have no idea what she would have done in this script. Though yeah. supposedly they completely rewrote the script almost when Nev Campbell wasn't coming back. I, yeah, I'm curious to look into that because I walked the Hayden Panettiere's character felt like pen, like penciled in at the last second <laughs> they they did the film was postponed for three days um because it seems like that might have been for rewriting days to try and because i think the hayden character probably was going to be the neb Campbell character in the way not being an fbi <clears throat> agent but yeah. um but yeah well, so, that seems like a like her character seems like something I would improvise when I'm like dungeon mastering a game. <laughs> it's like, and then uh, an FBI agent, and yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking Kirby, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so out of the original, only Courtney Cox is the one that re- has returned. Um, dude, I'm so fucking tired of every single screen movie starting off with Gail being a total bitch again. It's so exhausting. Like, she's yeah. clearly not that. She's clearly not like an okay person. She's a good person, but like every movie, it's oh, you backstabbed us. Oh, you backstabbed us. Oh, you backstabbed us. It's oh, so did you, like did you not lazy and exhausting yeah. writing that I'm just like, why? We don't need to do this. Because they thought it'd be fun to do the <laughs> the homage to two with um, Nev Campbell punching her. But in this time, it's Jenna Ortega. You well, know, she dodges is, the miss, misses the first punch. It's like I've done this before. Because like, family, so her, like Courtney Cox being kind of a heel is like fun and in a well. And like, if they'd given this movie time to breathe and put some more effort into the writing, like that would have been one of those things that the audience cheers and claps at when like Courtney Cox is an asshole. And then yeah. like, but it just they just really shoehorned it in. <laughs> it's like, oh, you wrote a book and got us in danger or something. Yeah. Um. What before we talk more about the plot? I was gonna. I want to ask. What do you guys think? Because I think Keith of uh, New York being the the home for this movie. Since I know whack. Keith, you was whack. As Keith said before the movie, it didn't add in. Like they made it seem like it was gonna be a big thing in trailers and whatnot. It would. There was no part of this movie that like New York factored in. It was very weird how much they made it seem like it was going to matter for it to not have any like play. Like we didn't go anywhere cool in New York. We didn't do anything New York. We went to a frat house. We went a bus station. We went to a police station. We, uh, I mean, train station. We went to uh, uh, bodega. And the movie theater that was the shrine to all the uh, ghost faces. The like, I guess subway. The most, yeah, the subway was the most I, New York I, yeah. thing. Yeah, and that was and it. that was that was a cool. Like I really enjoyed like the. Oh, that was a great scene. scene. That was great. That, so, that was but again, highlight. plays into the. I have no idea what we're doing in this film as to why would one of the ghost face then save 
save her? Like, why wouldn't he just leave the train and let her bleed out on the train? Like, why did he save her? That, 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 that is makes, a valid question. Like, thinking about it after the movie, I'm like, why didn't he? Why didn't he just leave? Like it made also, no. It makes no sense that he. So was that probably so, Quinn that stabbed him? Stabbed him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Quinn stabbed her. Yeah. So let's just talk about Ghostface. And, you know, we. Um. So in this one, I knew from the get go, like just going into, it, I'm like, whoever's Ghostface is somehow related to Richie from the last movie. So I'm like, who's you know who's even the Ghostface? And then the. Quinn character, the uh, roommate of the twin brother. I'm like, he's he looks like the Richie character, so I'm assuming he's part of it. And then the dad also gave me skeevy vibes, like right from the get go. That the dad did, uh, and he sounded like Ghostface, it's <laughs> like his voice did. <laughs> and for and freaking uh, Keith's significant other, just like. During one scene, like leans over to Keith and he's like, See, I've told you, even for the re- <laughs> big reveal of what was happening. You know, it's just like she knew within seconds of this movie. And like, I, I think this is why this movie misses the point of this is a whodunit type movie. But in this one, there are like flashing red lights <laughs> right away. I'm like, Who it's going to be. Well, and like, when they do the scene sitting around where they're just like, these are the rules we have to follow, which God did it feel super forced and bad in this. They, this is like the fifth time un- they've done it. Did this the didn't franchise feel enough just like a scream kill movie. you? <laughs> oh God, it was so bad. This didn't feel enough like a scream movie. I didn't get enough hijinks happening to Ghostface, And like, they went too far with the meta with like the rules thing where they basically called everything and then did nothing with their information. Mm-hmm. It's like you keep saying that dude is Ghostface, and he turned out to be Ghostface. Why did you keep him around and involved <laughs> in your lives? Right. It made um, for some good joke, like because this movie was screams are funny, like they're all funny, and like this that was like the one funny bit to me in this is she kept on like, like, Oh, AKA GF and the text message. That was pretty like, that was, that was a good joke. I like that one. You you laughed at that one. And then when the uh, neighbor across the street was carrying the six pack of Coors, you oh my God, died laughing was, at that. Dude, that one got me too. That was so that was, fucking dumb. It was the product very placement in this movie was so stupid. Why didn't I use some of that Coors light money to pay Courtney or pay them Campbell? <laughs> right. Um, But yeah, like, so we got the three killers. It's the um, D- Dermot Maloney, Jack Champion, and where is she? Liana Liberetto as uh, they're Richie's brother, sister, and father. So like, there's the big plot twist. There's three ghost face in this movie, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Like, <laughs> checks out. Um. Like I think the only funny thing you can think uh, to say about this movie, Keith, I chuckled is when the brother sister dressed up as Ghostface and they did the uh, uh, blade clean all oh, the, at the same time. Oh, the Power Rangers move! The Power Rangers <laughs> move! Yeah, yeah, the little choreographed dance. Yeah, but like, I'll be honest. When the beginning of the movie started, we're like, okay, because the beginning it's like you know opening scene. It's you know the guy calling the the date 
the professor at the university that they're at and he's lost and sees her in the, you know, Hey, is that you in the alley? And then sneaks <laughs> attacks and kills her. And then he removes himself. It's the actor from a uh, Spider-Man, uh, new Spider-Man movies. He takes oh, off the that mask. That is the guy from the new yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And he takes his mask off. I'm like, okay, we know the killer right away. So maybe, <laughs> you know, like, I was mad when that happened at first. So I'm like, oh, that's totally weird. If we're just going to like straight up show his face right off the beginning. So they got me in the beginning there with that. I was intrigued by it because like, if he was around the rest of the movie, I, I just wanted like, I would have been cool to see how he would act it around everything. You know, like, like every, the audience knows he's the killer because we saw his face right away in the beginning of the movie. And it's just him hanging around everybody. The rest of the movie. I was intrigued by that. I'm like, okay, Let's see what we do here. And then, you know, he gets the phone. He, you know, he, it turns out that he's a Richie follower since Richie was, um, he is announced the hero of the last movie. And Sam is the villain of this movie. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, Ghostface gets him, the real Ghostface or one of the real Ghostface gets him. Um, do we rank best openings? We do I forget on our list because this one was pretty good. Like oh. I, I enjoyed this one. Well, well, at the end of the show, I'll tell yeah. you how the rank it was. Where we it was also it. a longer one. Like they went yeah. pretty, yeah. and it was more like integral to the movie. I think. Well, since mm-hmm. the first movie, I think more integral to the movie mm-hmm. than it's been in the past couple films. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I like the opening scene. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'll just do this, and then. I don't know. Just went kind of like, eh, let's see how let's see how this flows, and then was there too much drama for you in this film? Like the yes. whole like sister drama stuff was such a miss for me. It felt so like forced and bad, and like not integral to the film that it just annoyed me. So, and they never they sort of they just kind of wrapped up a little too neatly, and like they kind they started to they started to aim at the like what what does it mean to go through trauma kind of thing? Cause they like, that's what all movies are about in the 2020s. <laughs> but like, this is a, uh, it was, they never finished it. Like they just killed the therapist and that's like the end of them trying to reckon with what happened like to them. Cause it was pretty crazy. Like what they dealt with not that long yeah. ago, six months. It's a six yeah. months difference here. No, it's a year, isn't it? I thought it was a year. No, no, it's six months. It, that's not that long. <laughs> yeah they meant they meant it i thought it was a year two but it's like someone says like six months you guys dealt with this not too long ago like six months ago so yeah it's um i'm sure i can find it but yeah um that doesn't say yeah, and like well, it's I'll disappointing it. because like i really liked everyone in the film because like honestly it was the acting of everyone but and I hate to say this, my girl Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> the Dude. acting by everyone else in this film was like really like, especially the twins characters. Like I thought Jasmine Savoy Brown compared to the fifth one where she felt annoying to me was spectacular in this one. Like I, I thought she the... actually helped carry the film a lot in this one. I like I like the twins this time again too. I I like them both in the five, but I thought they shined more in this one, both of them. And like Mason Gooding just like played such a fun like he was such a funny guy in this one that yeah. it really worked for me. Like the core four stuff really got me. And just like yeah. how much he committed to it was just like 
that to me was funny. Like how much he was just like, nah, dogs, we're the core four. I yeah, I that part was pretty good. I think I think still like as a whole, like kind of big picture looking at these new characters they're ma making. I still think the like Scream One and Two teenagers are just cooler. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. There's cool and there's cooler cats. Like well, it's it's a more simpler movie because of the fact yeah. in this one you have all the technology that you used to mm -hmm. find, but in the first couple, it's, you know, a pager, maybe a cell phone, but it's not a an iPhone type movie, you know. Um, and the, I thought the, I thought the franchise bit was lazy. Like the requel thing was clever and hilarious. They made the joke about the parentheses in years. Like yeah, like the franchise seemed too. It seemed too easy. Like it seemed yeah. like there was. Like th I, this movie is supposed to be for movie nerds and like it's a bunch of like nor normies know about franchises. <laughs> well, yeah, like what they do in this movie is like they blatantly do the you know police board at the station with uh this is these are the killers from 1996 these are the killers from 1998 yeah. 2001 2006 five you know so um like they it's a you know and then they the shrine too it's just you know they're blatantly showing like hey we're remembering these movies but i just i i kind of agree that <laughs> they missed the mark on the idea of you know how to how to be meta but not they weren't being meta <laughs> at the same time well until like well and isn't scream one is like the the rule of slashers or something like what do they say what's the rule of horror or what's the rules the movie like, rules just general movie rules movie rules like in horror yeah. movies like uh don't say i'll be i'll be right back yeah yeah, yeah. Like, don't don't have sex. Um, don't have yeah. sex. Because um, always the be in pairs, stuff like that. You know, like there, we've been us fake movie experts have been discussing franchise rules for a long time now, and they did not get it. <laughs> no, <laughs> especially when the twins were, or um, the twins or you know Jamie Candy's characters, nephews, niece and nephew, and it's and. Jasmine is the like basically what Jamie Kennedy is. You know, she's her <laughs> uncle, and it's like say by these rules, blah blah blah. Do this, 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 and then they don't do it at all. You know, well, you get they... the one, you get the one thing of them hanging out the apartment, and then the neighbor sees Ghostface in the in the apartment. And it's like run away, and then all right, all rules are gone. <laughs> and they're not franchises have rules. Like they should have made a joke about like. How deaths don't quite matter a lot in the in franchises because, like, or, that's true. Like, they didn't like hit the point of being like, you know what? We have fine. like <laughs> we have the armor now. Like we're totally fine. <laughs> yeah, it's so like I made I made the joke earlier about it. It's like to me this feels like becoming a Fast and Furious type thing because we have your you have your core four and you have Courtney Cox. You have your five that were in the last movie, right? Courtney Cox gets stabbed multiple times. She, <laughs> She looks like she's gonna die. The EMT shows up. She has a light heartbeat. Let's get her to the hospital. That's when the whole audience went cowards, fucking cowards. The whole audience went, What? And then when the uh twin uh Chad Dude. gets stabbed 500 times, 20 times, I don't think 20 times, and at the end of the movie, it's like Chad's gone, and then you hear. We have someone on live support <laughs> over here. It's like, what are we doing? I will say though, if that's just a continued bit through the move through this new age of Scream, though, where Chad just gets like completely messed up, but for some <laughs> reason lives through it 
every time. I'm kind of on board with it because when they because it was funny to me because like in the last movie we also thought Chad was going to be dead till they were just like yeah. ah nah he's alive. But Chad got stabbed like once or twice in the like, <laughs> like three times. Yeah, raise the like, stakes. The, like yeah, and then, all right. He, we stabbed him three times last movie. What are we going to do this time? Let's just go 20. All right. Well, about <laughs> and the next, next time movie? they'll behead him and then they'll be like, it's okay. We can get his head back on. It'll yeah. be fine. Well, I, I think I, th- I was going to make that. Put, put his head in a bag of ice. <laughs> I was going to make that same joke because when he's fighting one of the ghost face and they decapitate one of the heads, he's like, decapitation. Like he yells that when they snap <laughs> the model head off, you know. Um, but then like Jen Ortega's character, she gets. Like, we had this debate walking out of the theater because she got shot. She got stabbed in the gutted for a minute. She got, I think, stabbed multiple times. And then she walks off with her sister while the twins are going in the the ambulance again. Like, shouldn't she be going to the (laughs) hospital, too? I mean, they should all. Yeah. Like, even if, like, you all should somehow it was only superficial. Like, you all have stab wounds. You all need to get on, like. You need to at least get on some drugs to like prevent infection. Yeah, when, or bleeding. Stop the like, bleeding. <laughs> like the scene of I, I I was just laughing inside of the scene when Mindy's girlfriend gets stabbed by Ghostface and she's like pouring out blood and she's like and, like in my head she's just probably saying it's just a flush wound it's okay I got this and she's like <laughs> pouring gallons of blood out like, it's a well, flush it wound. She didn't just get stabbed in the gut. She got stabbed in the gut and then it got pulled they- up. They all oh, did. They is this the subway kill we're talking about? No, no, no this no, is the no, scene of her the... crawling over the over the ladder. Oh god. What's her name? Yeah. Um, Mindy's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Mindy's just girlfriend got gets... gut stabbed and raked up. And yet she's <laughs> and... just like she's fine. I'll just yeah. crawl across this ladder. <laughs> no, cause, yeah, and she's like it should 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 have been pouring blood from her guts while she's uh, crawling over the ladder. But Nah, she just gets tipped over and impel, yeah. uh, hits her head on the trash can and well, dead. and like maybe, maybe, maybe the stuff is supposed to land as funny to me. It didn't didn't quite work. I think it's because this this movie like it it didn't it wasn't in the oven long enough. Like it's yeah. it's like it would have that could that stuff could have worked. They like they missed some notes. They missed some important beats that I think need like time to sit. Like they didn't have Ghostface didn't trip and fall enough for me. It felt almost like a first draft of a script that didn't go through enough like. Yeah. right like it just felt so like there's so many choices in this film like did no one read through the script to be like hey you know what this kind of doesn't make sense maybe we should rewrite this scene yeah um or hidden penitentiary just literally looked in the camera <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just get it I'll, not to do, that. do another take yeah yeah let me <laughs> let, let me uh, let me i'll let me talk about hayden cool that she this is her first movie in five years like she went off the grid she, I think she is doing. She was doing mom stuff after Nashville. Yeah, is why yeah, she's yeah. She, been gone for a while. She's been done for five years. So the director talked about how they were trying to get her back, but they couldn't find her. So nice. Um, uh, she doesn't have an agent. She just disappeared. Um, but they finally got. Uh, they talked in 2019, brought her back. But it's just one of those things. Not believable in my head. That. <laughs> She goes. She gets an FBI job. Becomes an FBI agent, <laughs> and like, or did it? That, no, she was an FBI agent. Yeah, the other but cop was like, just lying. She wasn't out of school long enough to be like as high up the chain as she was supposed to. Oh, be. Like, geez, yeah. makes sense. You get handed the ghost face case. 
just because you were stabbed at some point. Yeah. That's con that's a um, compromise of interest type. Yeah, like hang on. Yeah. Um and like scream. you she was supposedly was on to the two kids who like the guy from Spider-Man and whatnot. So like they are doing questionable things, but apparently wasn't watching them enough to prevent them from killing someone. Yeah. <laughs> so screen four 2011. So it's been 11 years when that came out. So, you know, if they do that by that time frame, 11 sure. years. From- sure. Well, what, right? she's, she's three years older than Sam. Cause like they say in the film, cause they're she's like, 30. Oh, cause she says, in, or Sam says in the film, it's like, Oh Yeah. Kirby was a senior when I was a freshman. I, I, I by, by the way, I, I shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, of course. It got to the point for me in this movie. I was just laughing because I was just like, of course they they know each other from high school. Of course <laughs> they do. See, in 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 Screamiverse, that stuff doesn't bug me too much, I guess, because it's everything else did, but not that. <laughs> It's yeah. like this huge, huge, big world that always comes back to Woodsboro. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you went to Woodsboro? Yeah, you were never there. Like the 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 boyfriend who's in She Hulk. Um, it's like you you don't need to be in here because you're not from there. And it's like <laughs> that that's you know this them casting sh- doubt that he could be the killer. Boy, it would have gone a lot better if he was there. He seemed very strong and like right? capable. <laughs> <laughs> and like he literally keeps telling her like. Listen, you don't need to trust me. I get it. You shouldn't trust anyone. And yet she's out here fucking trusting like the fucking dad and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> this this is like he he is so I think supposed to be the audience and the fact of like don't trust anybody, don't do anything. And then like when they come barging in, he's like, Yeah, I called the cops. And it's like no one Man, else sh- thought of doing this, you know. Why not, didn't he have not, another six pack right officer. there? Huh? <laughs> just walks in holds some course. Like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. you could use a drink. <laughs> Yeah, let's the mountains are blue, so let's Hell ice yeah. down your stab wounds, brother. Dude, you got some Colorado that one, and then when you. they were in the bodega trying to get away from Ghostface, and she picks up a can, and we have to get the camera shot of it being like, oh, yeah, Coors. she like turns it, <laughs> like, hey, look, it's a Coors, and then I throw it. I no, it was not writers. a Coors, that was like, that was, um, that was not cool. It was it, it was, was like a generic. No, not, no, not was, the one. It was part of their. Br- it wasn't a Coors Light. It was a different yeah. version. Of it was Coors. just Coors. It was, yeah. like, it was Coors Banquet. No, yeah, no it was not Banquet Coors. Beard. No, yeah, because it? it was the ye- yeah, it was the yellow one. So uh, it was I just it was like a blue. For some reason, it was the only one that wasn't Coors Light. It was Coors Heavy, <laughs> which is off Coors. Like regular Coors is one of the worst beers ever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, so like we have, we have, um, we have, you know, the. Maybe trustworthy boyfriend or hook up from across the street, and then like, don't trust somebody. Don't trust somebody. Uh, the sis- carpenter sisters let's just bring a new roommate in, but put in our names of nov- You know, like we're not put our information in and just be, you know. <laughs> why didn't they just room with the twins? Like I don't, I don't understand. Like why didn't they just Thank all you. live together? Yeah, yeah. No idea why they want it. And like tor- when like when the scenes are happening, I'm like. Are they living together now? Like when they come back from the frat house and then like the, you know, you're about to get the scene of Otega and the brother about to kiss scene. And I'm like, oh, are they roommates? What's going on? They're like, you should go back to the dorm. It's like, what? Also, that apartment they were living in would cost so much money. In oh, York. yeah. The old, Thank you. the old movie bit. <laughs> the old movie. When she opened the door, I was like, you don't afford that. You, How do you afford that? 
Yeah, we'll get to the Ebert later, but classic actual living Roger Ebert. That was one of the things he writes a lot about because I've read enough of those reviews doing this podcast now that he likes to talk about the silly layouts of houses and movies. <laughs> yeah. And that was just huge. That place was massive. So I'll, I'll say this because they have the roommate and, you know, her, she's the sex positive character of the movie. So what a, uh, so one of the funny things is I'm 92% sure that in the beginning of the movie, when we hear her boyfriend in the background, like, is that Phil? And you hear like, who's Phil? Right. (laughs) I'm 92% to 95%. That's Matthew Lillard's voice. Cause he always finds a way to be in the screen movies. Oh, that'd be funny. Because he was at the party, he was he was the voice on in the last movie on the YouTube channel. Yeah, and he's been in the background in some of the other films. So I'm like 92 percent sure that was Matthew Lillard's character, this voice, being like, "Babe, come on back," you know. <laughs> Did you also notice that they definitely like set the groundwork to somehow work him back into the film yep. in this one? Yep, yep. They definitely like because they say at one point they're like, "Oh yeah." TV that killed his characters, like maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then, uh, in Scream Five, when they talked about Stu, it was Dewey talking. I'm Dewey was talking like he was still alive. So everybody, it's that whole flashing red lights that he could be, well, still alive. We we watched Chad get stabbed thirty eight times. A TV falling on someone should be fine. <laughs> you know, um. But yeah, and then you know this when screens movies, you know the kills are kind of should be fun and the little you know gory in the way like you know example the first movie, the first kill of the boyfriend being gutted on the chair, you know, um, Drew Barrymore being hung and gutted and stuff like that. Like this, these movies are. I'm just gonna stab you in the mouth. <laughs> I kind of like. I actually thought the kills were like. I mean, there weren't enough, and they didn't mean anything in this one, but like. Kills were kind of intense in this one. Like the uh, psychiatrist getting just like full on stabbed in the face was like, that was gross. That's the one I missed because I was in the bathroom. I told Keith to let me know what happened. But really all I did was I went to the, I was going to the bathroom and I stopped for a minute because he was the, <laughs> the therapist was walking up to the, to the like glass window and then Ghostface shows up. I'm like, oh, he's dead. Oh, I can go to the bathroom. Um, I just thought the kill, like the kills outside of, oh, I don't know why this is just something that super annoys me now. But when Ghostface shot the bodega guy with the shotgun, and he's just holding a shotgun, single-handed, full-on arm extended, and just like can do that, and nothing happens. That stuff always annoys me because if <laughs> you did that with a shotgun, <laughs> and like gonna... the kickback would just wreck you. Because I was gonna ask, like I know we did in the other ones of like. Who's that ghost face type thing? I'm like, mm-hmm. was that the cop because of maybe using a gun? He has the experience. It's not the it's not the daughter. Could it be the brother? See, I don't you know, think the cop ever was ghost face, though. I think it was just the kids who were ghost face. I, I think he was. I think because he was. I, I It's that way. I It's possible it was because of him having the original mask. But I don't know if like it's like the it's that way of saying like he's the one wearing the original mask, but when the kids were doing stuff, they were wearing the you know the newer mask or, or just a simple you know mask. 
with how quick this movie came out, I could see them not knowing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like the only one like we kind of know is the well, two we know. The brother who had an econ test at the time. That's when he was able Drink to every kill time his, hear him say econ. Yeah, when he could kill his sister. <laughs> and then it was the sister killing or stabbing the Jasmine's character, the twin, on the subway. Which I will say I kind of like the trailer. Not giving away the fact that they were not all all on the same train because the trailer seems like, oh, they're on the same train and Ghostface is sneaking up on all of them and then slides away through to uh, stab the twin. I like the fact that in this, the twin, the Jasmine's character is on a different train with, go- <laughs> you know, with the Ghostface yeah. or both Ghostface at the time. Like it doesn't give that away that, oh, they're all not on the same. There's more risk <laughs> to this scene. Was anyone else bothered <laughs> by us watching this movie in March and like everything about this movie being based around Halloween? It's on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it is, like it is on ha- Halloween. Um, a little bit, but you know, it's that crazy thing. Like when you find other movies that we watched, and it's like Terminator came, you know, or um, like Predator came out in June or July. And it's like, shouldn't this be a Halloween movie or just because of the situation? Or- Predator is a summer. Predator Summer, this is a Halloween-ass movie to me. I've seen, then there's some horror movies that come out like on Valentine's Day, and yeah. it's not Valentine's Day Massacre or anything like that, or My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like well, alien movie or something. It, that's like to play to like the single crowd on Valentine's Day to give them something to go do. Yeah. And I think the last Scream we watched came out in like December, and like, whatever, I don't really care when Scream movies come out, but this one literally was based around Halloween. Like why are we like why why is this coming out in March? And boy, they could have done some more edits with eight more months. G- January sixth, <laughs> January sixteenth, twenty twenty two. January for twenty twenty two was tw- was that? Yeah, so uh, was Scream been Five years since Scream Five. It's too Dude, soon. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like one of those things of um when we watched when we were, when they announced Scream Six, we're like oh, okay, cool, and then it's like. It'll be out in six months. Like, wait, what? Yeah, it'll be out in six months. <laughs> um, like the original Scream came out in December. Yeah, I think they've always been. They were like, wasn't a lot of them like December based? Uh, Scream Scream One was December twentieth, so a couple days before, um, Christmas. Um, Scream. Where are you at? There, Scream Two came out in. Uh, where are we at? Well, Scream Two came out in December twelfth. So yeah, a couple of December movies. Um, the one of the funny things is the frat house that. Uh, where is it at? Uh, oh, the beginning of the film, uh, Tara mentions that she's thinking of joining Omega, Beta, Zeta sorority. That's the same sorority in Scream Two. Nice. Oh, that's clever. Uh, See, it's weird because like we've pretty talked negatively about this whole time. I still liked the movie. That's true. <laughs> like it's weird. Like I think it's just because I think it could have been so much more. And it's still going to be a lower rated Scream movie comparative to all the other ones for me by a pretty mm. good margin. I think I still like I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um, The Chad is a a member of the Omega Kappa Beta fraternity. That's the same fraternity from Scream 2 for Derek, Sydney's boyfriend. So 
the frat and uh, sorority house are the same from Scream 2. Um, there was a body count. It's the highest body count for a Scream movie. Yeah. Uh, 15, uh, 15. God. Seen here, I thought it was a terrible body count movie. I guess it was just there were so many like needless kills. Well, you, didn't you have do to anything. think. You also have to think about like when the bodega happens, he kills the two guys that try to fight him off. Then the the cashiers. So that's three right there. I so, don't like Ghostface with a gun. <laughs> see, there's a lot of people with that take, but like. I mean, I guess it, he wasn't, they weren't in still Ghostface, but like guns have been in screen movies for a long time. Yeah, but Ghost, like, yeah. Once they take the mask off, they use the gun. But like Ghostface to me is like a clumsily wielding a knife and like tripping and falling over. Like, I really I, needed more like bits with Ghostface. Yeah. There wasn't enough bits in this movie with Ghostface. They didn't do enough of like running and then throwing a chair behind you and having him just somersault over it. <laughs> Like I think for that for, for like that type of situation, that was this time around for them. Like Chad being able to literally not like the, everybody being able to fight off Ghostface, but then <laughs> instead of deciding to let's see who's behind Scooby Doo him and find out who's behind the mask, they decide let's run or or murder their ass. That, or, uh, yeah, that murder. Yeah. This one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. And also, what do you guys think of? <laughs> um, Skeet Ulrich being back as Ghost of Billy for like three scenes. I, was I needed, I needed more of it. Yeah, I, like it's such an interesting ploy, like that they <laughs> built in the fifth one. I'm like, I get it. You're saying that she's on meds that are like kind of keeping like the voices in her head at bay. Yeah. But like, it's such a cool aspect of <laughs> like her actually being a psychopathic person who wants to murder. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I almost want the next movie to be a Dexter-type movie where, like, she is, like, a brutal murderer, but she's murdering bad people, so you're kind of, like, okay about it. They teased it a little bit. I'm glad I'm... I kind of... I'm not as interested in that, I think, because they... I felt like that's exactly what they were going towards when she, like, looked at the mask and she, like, liked it. At the end, like, she looked in the bag and then she dumps it on the ground. I, I think there's something interesting there yeah. for like a different take to the Scream franchise. But like, yeah, I could have used more of it. Skeet, that whole thing was so interesting in five and like seems yeah. like such a like paramount part of her character to not really use it so much in this one. Like it would have made sense for him to show up like almost instantly once the ghost face showed back up again. Because uh, uh, so when the trailers came out, a lot of people started the assumption that Jenna Ortega's character was going to be the one that killers. Because there's like the the scene of her hanging in the balcony, and then Sam gives her the knife, and she does a little smirk. So <laughs> everybody in the uh, that I follow stuff that watched the trailer went, she might be the killer because of this smirk right here. Because they've never know, seen like, Scream movies before, <laughs> right? Or they have, uh, but it's like they a lot of people are like maybe it's her, maybe they're doing it. It's possible by after this movie, you know, I I'm assuming a Scream Seven will be coming out, and I'm like assume... five years <laughs> now. Um, let's not... be honest, the Scream movies do this though, where like they come yeah. out like back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, ninety six, ninety seven for one and two, so it's like yeah. right back to back. Like going into Scream Seven, who knows? Maybe these two, the the sisters, might be the killers because she took her dad's mask and she likes the kill so far and. 
No, she put her dad's mask down though. She dropped it at the end. Oh, she dropped it. When they walked away, Mm -hmm. she dropped it. Um, but they're you know (laughs) Ortega's character (laughs) I would say Ortega's character looked like she enjoyed killing. She was a little into it, wasn't she? Yes. So And then like when Sam stabbed him in the face, she was like, nice. (laughs) So I it wouldn't surprise me if you know they're the killers and that's the twist at the end of the next movie or something like you know our um our heroines are now the villains by going i mean it's like the question of like do we get like a big standoff between the carpenter sisters and um i mean you'd have to you know not nickel and dime nev campbell to get her back but you'd have to do a big showdown between the campbell sisters and sydney yeah what what would be weird though because then it'd be like an action movie Right, because they'd what be a, like, I'm gonna say, but it's what a shitty kind of way for them to be like. I talked to uh Sydney. Oh God, <laughs> her and her family were making a run for it because they need to be safe. They need a happy ending, and it's like, and then she'll be back in the next movie, and then the happy ending's well, gone. And it's like, really, Sydney, Sydney literally gave the opposite of that speech at the end of in the other movie. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid. You know, like, crazy, like she. She came back in the last movie as like um uh you want she help like say she'll always be there for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like they made Sydney out to be like Laurie Strode or you yeah. know when we get to Dark Fate, Sarah Connor being a total badass who's not afraid of being she's tired of being chased. She's going to go after the killer. But for this movie they made her out to be like, "Oh, there's a killer. I got to go." <laughs> Like really, come on. Um, the 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 actress uh, Samara Weaving, Keith. You know who her father is, Weaving. Mister Anderson. Bingo. Uh, she's she's the <laughs> actress from Red, she's the actress from uh, Ready or Not. She's the actress in the beginning of the movie that gets uh, killed. I I thought I kinda... that was Anna Taylor Joy for a second when they <laughs> first showed a picture of her. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that, um, you know, growing up and you have copyright stuff and you're not be able to show this or that on movies or TV and stuff. And like in this movie, if when the movie comes out and you pause it in the subway scene, you're going to see, you know, uh, David Bowie, you're going to see <laughs> Michael Myers, people dressed up in, as Halloween costumes. And it's just like there are so many costumes out there. You're like, OK, there's, uh, you know. I'll, I'll, the, bet they the were, big... I'll, I'll bet they were all Paramount. <laughs> what? No, no. The <laughs> like the big three: Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Jason's. Yeah. You know, they show a uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie <laughs> in the background. Like they're all there, so it's got a crazy funny thing of seeing all of them on TV on the <laughs> movie. Joe, you talking about though though reminds me of one of my least favorite scenes in the entire movie. That was a cringe fest, which was Hedden Penitieri talking with um. Mindy Jasmine oh Mindy yeah and just that conversation and being like and they were matching their love of horror movies and stuff was such Oof. a terrible Oof. scene Oof. it was so bad I think they've like, literally never seen movies before that was the most annoying conversation it was like like have you they heard of Babadook <laughs> like they should have what they should have done is like Hayden should have been like I used to be like you but I've grown up and then like, at the end she was like yeah, no, I always fought, you know, I, I'm I'm still you, I'm still me type thing, not like, you know, what, let's do a questionnaire, right, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, you what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite dinosaur? You know, <laughs> Velociraptor. Yeah. You know. Um, did you hear me whisper? Those are bad opinions. <laughs> yes, I did. I did hear. Yeah. Those are not great takes by one yeah. Keith Rutland. Yeah, they've never seen movies before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was one of you. I think it was Joe who said like <laughs> Kirby would have been better served as just being like a one-off scene or something in the film. Yes. Yes. Uh, because I felt like she, they just used wasted her because it's like I'm part of the FBI. In my head, I I, I laughed. I'm like, huh, you're part of the FBI, huh? And then, um, you know, they do the whole, they try to do the plot to us. So like, she was part of the FBI, but she's lost her mind type stuff. And they then really she goes, that. <laughs> and then they go, then she goes MIA and then she shows up bloody and beaten. I'm like, we've, we've dealt with this before. Like, I don't like the, I don't, I wish they would have done like a flashback scene or cut scene of like her actually being stabbed or cut to know that, okay, she was really attacked because in the scream movies, People come out blood and guts like I didn't do it. I didn't, and then you know it turns out that they really did it. It almost would have been better. Like had she just like lived in New York and like been at the bodega when the girls showed up getting chased yeah. by Ghostface. Like that would have been fun. She'd been like, the... God damn it, not again. Because at the end of the movie, she's like, "We're all family." I mean, oh, oh, what God. are you, Toretto? Now that line what was so fucking terrible. She should have pretended to be in the FBI. I think that would have been kind of fun too. Like, I thought that's what to... they were gonna do. Like, yeah. like she just has like this weird like obsession with trying to stop all Ghostface yeah. now, and she just had that lie yeah. to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her being part of the FBI like never really fit her character. Like, it yeah. didn't make sense. Yeah, like, you I have think... to, like it takes a lot to become an FBI agent. That's not something yeah. you just kind of like walk <laughs> into. Like, you have not to in get movie a... life. You have to get a degree <laughs> in like criminology, <laughs> and like you have to apply. And like, there's no way she would have passed a psych eval, right? Like after yeah. what happened to her, there's no way she passes a psych eval. Let's show this face, you know. Let's show these two your two killers. How do you feel about them? You know, like yeah. But not and then a movie to be world. given that case, like that makes no sense. You'd give her the case of like ghost faces after what happened to her. Yeah. Well, it was like it's kind of that's the kind of thing where it's like it's what I was complaining about off pod about the taser. Like the taser never paid off. Like, right. But like they never like the, the hey like she she like she was she left the FBI years ago that that never paid off like that didn't I think there's all these like loose ends that they just never like had the energy to, to finish up yeah like you you're right like they have she like the Sam has a taser in the beginning of the movie <laughs> if if she's so paranoid why is that not being carried at all times for her yeah it made no sense that they didn't both have weapons all the time. Yeah. yeah. This um, should be like a very pro gun owning movie. <laughs> right? Or something. Or at least a weapon. Yeah. Um but well, like, like this her mo- idea of like someone took all of our weapons was someone cleared the knives out of their cut. Which again, how would you not instantly like just stop like assorting with the people next to you if someone took all the knives from your cutting board? <laughs> and it's like showing that it's someone in the house that are doing these things. And it's like uh, Courtney Cox when the killer is there and she goes to her gun safe and she messes up her password. I would have my password be one, 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 one for a fucking gun safe for a gun. You're like, <laughs> but not, you know, one, three, four, six, nine, nine or something. And then she messes up just to, 
Courtney her, Cox was also very not bothered by her partner being dead in front of her. Oh, that was, she that, laughed. That was rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get another one soon enough. I, like, I think I, like, yeah, all those muscles didn't do much good. No, they didn't. Like, no, what the fuck, didn't. Courtney? See, that's a, another like opportunity for a joke. Like, they could have like sold her as like being like a sex pot or whatever, which is fun. That's like a fun bit for her. And like, but they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> But I like I like the fact she hung up on him. And he, yeah, can, you know, can I call you back? Because because you, you, you heard him go, wait, what? Wait, what? And then hung up. Like I thought that <laughs> yeah, was hold, funny. Hold on, hold on. And then calls. You know, like and there's a lot of comparison to this being screamed too. Of uh, the you know, um, it's the well, family from the first family. one comes back to get the kill in the second one. Yep, family. Um, it takes place on a theater stage um movies you know stuff I mean, like it that felt, it borderline felt like a jj abrams rewrite of star wars of scream 2 <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like hey look it's totally different no it's not jj you did the same goddamn movie <laughs> but it's different because it's in a different town it's like goddamn it jj that doesn't make a difference you still did the same movie you asshole <laughs> like if i don't know if you guys saw all any of the, the um the previews for this movie by like the posters because they used to, they did like a whole layout of New York City but as the ghost face outline. So it, they did it a... made it seem like New York was going to be important to the overall mm-hmm. premise of the film. Yeah. Uh, so what they also did and there's and there's a New York train subway route themed screen poster representing stuff. So like there's a stop for red that'd be scream. Stop two is green for Scream Two, so on and so on. By the colors, it's by the movies. And <laughs> part of me thinks like they wrote the subway scene and were like, "Well, we'll just have it in New York then, because that's that'll make that make sense." Mm-hmm. Uh, or they like film... that seems like the, that seems like a yeah, you're right because they totally worked backwards from that. They because it made for a sick trailer. Like that subway scene was miles miles ahead, like the most tense. Like. It... <laughs> Keith, ha, ha, have you seen the Rob Zombie Halloween too? Yeah. Okay. So that trailer gives away like that was a cool trailer for Halloween two for the Rob Zombie one because it looks like it's gonna be a direct shot for shot for movie for Halloween two the original Carpenter one, but it's really the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> That's what that trailer did. Did anyone else think with the music? I mean, the music itself was kind of whack. But like the background noise, like they went too over the top with like trying to create drama through the music to where at some point <laughs> it like pulled me out of scenes with like when, their anxiety building music. When they showed Hayden Pettinari for the first time and she sits up to heroes music, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, it, just, it wasn't a great sa- It wasn't a great like uh, soundboarding for the yeah. overall movie. Yeah. Uh, this film does mixing, break a new sound mixing. That's the word. I'm for. This film does break a new record in the franchise for the highest amount of survivors at seven. It's, it's bullshit. That's not the way it should be. Gail, Kirby, Sam, Tara, Mindy, Chad, and Danny are all survivors, even though Danny, the boyfriend, didn't really do much, but he survived. So good for him. He brought the Coors. He brought the Coors. <laughs> he brought the party. That again just adds to the whole like thing that like there weren't any stakes in this movie. Like everyone who got killed was like so unimportant that like it just, it, it just like Mindy like didn't even care that her girlfriend got killed. It felt like yeah. oh she moved well, on. Like she legit got stabbed 
And then she was no selling it the rest of the movie until she got gutted in the train. And then she no sold that by running to the paramedics at the end. Again, fast and furious here. But then <laughs> when she, all she would say is, I'm high on drugs right now, so I don't feel anything. As then Keith goes, drugs don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you got lifted with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, this that's why the, the franchise, I keep going back to the franchise speech and how they really missed the missed the note. They missed it. They like they whiffed. Because this movie does all the like annoying things franchises do, where like main characters like almost die, but it means nothing. And, yeah. Like, and it's they don't they don't know it or it's like they don't want to say it out loud because it's annoying it's like the what's the the mystery science theater rule where you shouldn't reference a thing that's better than the thing you're doing in the thing you're doing never reference never (laughs) reference the uh the good movie never reference uh et while you're trying to talk about mac and me or something yeah vice versa i'd like imagine if like with gail if like in her final scene told sitting like they didn't get me and then you just hear be like, Dewey, I'm coming. Like something like that. And then just like get because I mean, let's be honest, Gail fucking sucked in this movie and was so terrible. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't need Courtney Cox and her poorly worked on face in these films anymore. I'm sorry <laughs> to say that, but Courtney, you've gotten some bad, bad work done and it does not look good. Hey, the, uh, Hayden and um Courtney Cox were just there because they're because they're it's a screen characters. movie, it's, they're, they're legacy, just legacy characters. characters. Yeah, they're just here because hey, you know we can still get them. But again, it's in my mind, just this is becoming a Fast and Furious movie of, <laughs> you know, hey, we're gonna do all these out, you know, these whole high end stuff, and then it won't matter towards the core four. You know who? No, Hayden Panettiere wasn't supposed to be Nev Campbell. She was supposed to fill in the Dewey role. That's the role she was supposed to be stepping into. And she was even worse at that than I think stepping into the Nev Campbell role. Yeah, they, it's possible. It's possible. We would have been cool as hell. <laughs> I think uh, they made a mistake killing Dewey instead of Courtney or Nev. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I know I, I'm like hating on this movie. I thought it was entertaining. It was a good popcorn type movie for Scream. Like, it's weird. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I'm not yeah. going to, like, it's, it's like I said before, it's not getting my best rating ever for a Scream film. <laughs> yeah. But it's not going to get, like, a terrible rating. Like, I don't think it is a bad film. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having trouble cooking my score up because I think I had, I enjoyed the going to the movies with friends, getting a couple Applebee's cocktails, That's watching right, brother. on the big screen. Some St. So, Patty's, like, my dude. Yeah. By the way, all you uh, fake movie experts out there, you should don't get the tipsy leprechaun at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> don't get a the Mick five dollar Michelob because it's really Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so like I, yeah. I enjoyed the act of watching the movie more than the movie. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like that funny thing is like. Keith, you're right. The fact that the the scream movie should be fun and all, I just didn't think or fun or, uh, you know, cheesy stuff. There wasn't the cheesiness. There wasn't fun. There, uh, there was some fun in some ways, but it wasn't as over the top like the first movie being super meta and it took itself too seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially it's like it's been six months since the last time we we know you've been coming to me for six. Maybe it was a year ago. 
but she was going to the therapist for six months. Yeah, and... I think that's it. Because like they'd only been in New York for six months. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's just twenty eight thousand dollar apartment. <laughs> yeah, within 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 time, and it's like they have the therapist, and she tell she finally opens up, and he's like, "I gotta call the cops," and I'm like. They could have maybe made that more funnier, but they didn't. It's just like, nope, nope, we're, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> we're, I have to, I have to report you to the police. But no, I don't know. I just felt, I felt it was rushed because it literally started filming within like four months after the movie started. Um, man, I can tell you when the movie started filming. Um, well, I, I think they're trying to beat or they're trying to, get in these movies out before Ortega gets too big. <laughs> yeah, before they have to pay her the same money they were refusing to pay Nev Campbell. Yeah, because, I mean, she's like... She's Ortega's, everywhere, yeah, she's Ortega's everywhere. Yeah. She's going to be maybe in Beetlejuice too. So She's got to be careful, though, doing Beetle fucking Beetlejuice and Wednesday. Like, gotta, she's going to get typecast. It's like the spooky goth situation. Yeah. The, <laughs> Isn't she kind of already typecast? Yeah, but she's a little bit. I'm not sure what no else way. she's been in. Also, like, let's be honest. There's nothing wrong with the payday that can come from being typecast. Oh, no. If I was her, I'd be doing the exact same thing. So, Jennifer Ortega out there, if you want to hire me as your agent. Do... Yeah, like, I don't think uh, a lot of the uh, Marvel people are too upset at being typecast as superheroes <laughs> no. at this point. Um, one of the writers did come out and say, missing Nev Campbell affected the script greatly. Decided to use the change as an opportunity to focus more on other characters, particularly the four young survivors from the past film. Um, that might be a good thing. So they hope that she they hope she they hope that she returns for the in future installments. Yeah, then pay her, Paramount. You fuck like, and I don't think do these places realize that people aren't going to be on their side when it comes to this now. Like most people are going to be like, yeah, Paramount, you should probably pay Nev Campbell, their face of the Scream franchise, for forever the money she deserves. Yeah. Although, like, I think to the brains of six like CEOs or executives or whatever, like, some bad press for a couple months is yeah. okay if they get their eight million dollars that they didn't give to Nev Campbell. <laughs> um, some of the marketing things they also did was recently they they kind of remember the uh, Kate. Did you ever see Smile? Yeah. Okay, so what Smile did is they bought front row seats at baseball games in Oakland. And they had the someone smiling at the camera the entire <laughs> like, and that freaked people out. So what Scream did is they sent individuals wearing the ghost face costume and masks to stand in motionless in front of cameras and walk around the streets, resulting in multiple nine one one calls. Yeah, that seems dumb. That <laughs> seems do dangerous. That. Yeah, don't do that. You'll get shot. <laughs> uh, marketing campaign also included the launch of a website that allowed American users to receive personal phone calls from Ghostface. I want that. Um, what is Ghostface on Cameo? It could be. <laughs> well, hello, birthday. Keith. What's your favorite movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, Backdoor Sluts Nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was in that too. I was this. I was number. Nine, I was eight. <laughs> um. But, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else since this movie is just came out. There's not a whole lot of lore um mike shinoda did one of the songs um <laughs> yeah he did <laughs> uh corny cox portraying gail weathers in the sixth installment of the film uh is a record for any actress 
to uh, uh, or to be featuring as she shares it with Mila Jovovich, who did the Resident Evil movies before the reboot. Um, yeah, even in the trailer, guy they brought up how Ghostface using the shotgun in the costume, ignoring the other killer's unwritten rules, <laughs> and also unmasking themselves is another unwritten rule, which I didn't like. I did, which I think I did not. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It was just like. The cop's the killer. How 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 is the cop the killer? Well, he took all the evidence from all the crime scenes somehow and able to make the lore for his son for Richie from to have for Woods yeah from Woodsboro to make this in New York. He also like clearly helped because like on the screen he was showing a film that his son had made, clearly killing someone in the ghost face garb. <laughs> so he it was a pretty messed up family because he had helped his son make a snuff film. And again, this is Scream 2 all over again. The you know, Billy's mom in two um is the killer. So it's just like they're I felt like what Rick said earlier about JJ Abrams, it's just JJ Abrams all over again, but not not as not good. Um but yeah, we have that. Um I don't I him kind of becoming crazy at the end, the cop. There was like points in this movie, I'm like, I think it's the cop, because when they're like, we're all gonna meet in the lair. I'll call Kirby. I'm like, are you really going to call Kirby? And then like, she's out for the front door. I'm like, oh, he really did. He did his job. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of lore. Um, no. Keith, you want to give us a, uh, you got a review though, right? I do. So the, the long ghost, uh, a different ghost, Roger Ebert did not write this, but, uh, Monica Castillo, Gave Scream 6 2.5 out of 4. Kind of just uh, oh, a lot of what we've been talking about. It's not that great of a read, but um, the last sentence is kind of fun. I don't begrudge anyone who seeks the simple pleasures of an old-fashioned slasher. I was just hoping for a little more meat to go with the movie's buckets of blood. They kind of The review kind of complains about what we were talking about. There's a lot of loose threads. Like this, th- there was told that this movie was going to be more gory than the other movies and eh. not really there was more a little, bit. <laughs> a little but more but there's more like stab you in the throat there's more uh you know you saw the guts from one person you saw a kid decapitated head in the fridge but not much gore you know what i was thinking i to me saw gore is more gory than this <laughs> yeah i didn't really think it was like overtly gory comparative to other scream films yeah so the corpse the corpses in the fridge. Sorry to interrupt there. That was rude. The, the corpses in the fridge. Keith, <laughs> there was, was a single corpse. Just a single corpse in the fridge. I thought there was... Oh, yeah. It was, just, it was two, two. just cut up in pieces. It was yeah. just his lover in the fridge. I thought there was like two moments of discovering a corpse. Like two scenes. No, nope, just, just one. one. Yeah. He, he, they just like figured him to make like a U-shape or something with his head cut off. So, um, budget for this movie was only... 35 million. If you talk a lot about how like the mid budget is gone, it seems like 2023 is a return of the mid budget film. Cause like, if you look at what the top 10 is right now throughout like movies, there's a lot of mid budget films and everything's doing like 2023 might be the year of the return of the movies. There's a lot of movies doing very well this year. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll see. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm curious to see how this does. So, uh, budget was 35 million. Um, to 
since this is a new release, we really don't know. Um, we don't have numbers yet. Yeah. But I do have though. But I do though. Um, just want to check one thing. So we're coming off thirty-five million budget. I just want to see what last year the last movie was. The other movie was twenty-four million. So last screen five was only twenty-four. Um. <laughs> Uh, the Scream Six is projected between thirty-five to forty million, with three thousand six hundred seventy theaters open in opening weekend. The film made five point seven million on Thursday night previews and besting Scream's three point five from the the year before. So it's on verge to make its money back in the opening weekend. It's on pace to do that. It's just depending on where it places. I know it, it probably will be Ant-Man, but it depends where Creed lands because Creed just came out last week and then Ant-Man's still out. So, you know, we'll see who we're Creed. It also uh, feels lands. like movies have more legs this year than they have in like the past couple of years where like it's opening weekend or nothing for films. <laughs> well, I people I know Rick, you still haven't seen Ant-Man, but people are criticizing it because it's like Ant-Man dropped off 70% from week one. It's like, so what it's also i think there's just so many so much more choices right now like yeah well if you look at the top 10 for films this year like things are making money and doing well and i mean ant-man's still domestic gross almost at 200 million this year already yeah um because like the box like currently and like to uh i can do it right here so like right now as of wednesday of this this week you have Creed 3 that people want to see. You have Cocaine Bear that people want to see. You have Ant-Man that want people to see. Avatar still in theaters. Uh, Puss in Boots are still in theaters. There's five right there that people are wanting to see. So it's not like you, you're limited at movies. And since, you know, this is one of those rarities that we're, you know, we're recording and it's going to come out the same day. In March alone, next week is Shazam 2. The following week is... Um, Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons Dragons, and John Wick. <laughs> so there's two there. Then you have, um, Air. Uh, no, Dungeons and Dragons is not on that list. <laughs> Fuck you, Keith. <laughs> You're seeing if we we're see, we're you, of course we're I'm of course I'm gonna watch it, but Keith, I'll say Keith, let's go let's go to the bees and I'll get you a little toasty and you're like let's go see it. <laughs> Um, but you know, Keith, I know you don't want to see air because we live in Oregon, so we know the Phil Knight story. But actually, the air, I'm a little you... sold now after that trailer. Oh, dude, it's the same the trailer... one you've seen three times. I know, but then I realized like it's it, it's gonna be fun to see old Damon yeah. and Affleck back together again. <laughs> so Ben yeah, Affleck that... playing fucking Phil Knight is such a weird thing, right? <laughs> so you have, like I said, you have uh oh Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. You have Shazam two, Creed three. Uh, three came out you have john wick four you have super mario brothers you have 65 the adam driver space uh this movie the dinosaur movie this year is really movie. weird with like the like the outwardly confidently stupid popcorn movies kind of thing yeah. you have interesting. Six, <laughs> you have air i have seven movies right here like uh-huh. and and it's all in the next like month it's a week after week after week and it's joe you're not even to may yet where we yeah, go not even, fucking yeah. guardians Fast not fast fast 10. ten. Yeah, we're gonna all get together on a TV and watch the remake to White Man Can't Jump for some reason. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna watch Jack Harlow act, dude. I bet it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Wait, what?" 
Um, Dude, then June, you have Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, followed by Beast Wars, followed by Flash. Mm -hmm. Okay, Joe, there's one thing that did get me when looking at movies this year, though. There's a movie coming out this year called Joyride. No relation. I saw that. I saw it. It it, it crushed my hopes a little bit. I perked up. I saw Joyride. I'm like, oh. And then it's like about a family relation. I'm like, nope, I'm out. No candy cane for me on this one. But no, there is, you know, I think this is the year that we, you know, we make up from the past two because we're not being able to go to theaters or bare minimum on delays. And you know, it's going to be a weird release weekend is the weekend of July 21st, which releases Oppenheimer and Barbie in the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you can see both. Yeah, I don't know. Both have, they both have like acclaimed directors. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, so um, like I said, uh, thirty-five million budget, but about to probably get their budget back or at least more by uh opening weekend. Uh, ratings for this movie as of this moment, as of this moment, uh, Scream Six on IMDb is a seven point five out of ten. And this is literally, nope, 7.6. It went up. Uh, And then uh, Rotten Tomato, this is all I did yesterday because one, so uh, (laughs) we swerved and instead of doing the Terminator movies, we were like, let's go see Scream 6 and then do the movies. So um, the ratings will change. Um, Let's see. Um, There it is. Uh, All critics gave uh, Scream 6 a 77. Last night was at 78. Top critics gave it a 73. Audience, verified audience last night was at 100%. Now it's at 94. And audience last night was 96. And it's at 94. So before we... Gl- this movie a lot more than we did. Right? So before we glaze them, we're going to rank them. So we're going to go in a little... Go back oh, in time slogan. a bit. We have uh, uh, best villain, best death movie, best Sydney, and best intro death god that again makes it so weird that there's no sydney in this movie man so let's start it off with let's start off with mr awkward here and let's do uh best sydney um right now it's one two four three and five it's where we gotta be last right gotta be last that's right we should be a smart ass and put it like before five yeah (laughs) she was mentioned in it so uh, why not God, uh, man, y'all really going to make me remember Scream 2, 3, and 4? <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't take notes, but we have Best Death at this moment. It's 1, 4, 5, 2, and 3. What is 6th place on the list? God, I don't remember the other movies well enough. I remember so, 4. One of them had really bad tame deaths. Was that 3 and 4? We're kind of lame four. with the deaths. Yeah, because 3 and or maybe 4. maybe 2 and 3, and then 4 brought the gore back or something. 4? No, 4 were semi-gore. No, four what was the, was, what was the list again, Joe? Um, 1, 4, 5, 2, and 3. 4 was gory because they killed the neighbor, and it was like a bloodbath on the, on the bed. I think um, I have to rate this one after five because five. I just remember that brutal murder, like in their friend's like bedroom, where she just got like completely like gutted. That's four. That's four. I thought that was five in the last one, where like Jenna no. Ortega was looking out the window at her friend. That's yeah, that four. Did happen. That's that's Hayden Pentonary and Emma Roberts. Oh. So five. <laughs> what the kills were? We had the Richie getting his throat slit. 
uh, being uh, stabbed multiple times. You had the best, uh, the the one of the guys getting stabbed through underneath the cheek through the head. Uh, the mom getting killed. The old police officer. You had, um, right. uh, you had the psychotic girlfriend of Richie being set on fire, stabbed, and then shot in the head. Did so that's tr- why? Did the thirteen reasons why kid die? Huh? In five, the kid, the thirteen reasons why kid that was like setting sushi out for his mom. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he He's died. the one that got stabbed through the yeah. uh, head. I don't know. I think um, I think I like the there was the gore was better in this, but I think I like the setup and payoff of the kills more in five. So I'm I like the payoff in five. five. I'll put it before. I'll put it after five yeah. because yeah. they're like the whole because they still did like the scene with the kid setting up sushi with her mom for his mom, the cop, and it was like three minutes of him walking around the room looking for her and then hearing a noise and then <laughs> another minute or two and then until he turns the doors open, turns around and blah. The kills just also had more weight in five. The more I think yeah. about it, because like you killed a legacy character and like the secondary Dude, cop, yeah. and do yep. we got killed? So yeah, yeah, that 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 works. I agree. All with right. that. So one, four, five, six, two, and three. Uh, let's do best intro death. Right now we have one. That's Drew Barrymore. We have mm-hmm. two. Uh, two is, is that the stab through the, the bathroom. Two is or? the movie theater. Two is the movie yeah. theater. We have five from last year, the uh, last movie, um, and three and four. Where does six get placed? It was good. I think yeah. just after five for me. Yeah, I agree to that. It's okay. like it's not bad. I think it's just the other ones were better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best villain. Right now we have Stu and Billy from one. We oh, have hell four. Yeah. <laughs> Jill and Charlie from four. We have at number three. It's Roman three, the stepbrother. Number two is the mom and Mickey. And then at the last place right now, it's Richie and Amber. Where we want to put the um, Richie's family. Last. <laughs> For me. I See, I'd still put them above two. Because I just remember hating two so much. Because two, like, it was just some random dude who had who was just a psychopath. Yeah, no, no you're connection. Right, you're right, you're and then right, the mom. Right, right. Okay. Well, I would still off. put this above two. Yep. Up two and five. Up two. Okay. All right. So number six, it's Richie's family. All right. So now, movie. Most rewatchable. So right now it's <laughs> one, two, four, five, and three. I'm amazed that two is that high. Uh, what was the listen. list one more time? <laughs> uh, one, two, four, five, and three. God, I think I would put this after five. Yeah, I don't much need to see this again. <laughs> like, even though the villain sucked in five, five was a nice, like, refresh for the series. And, like, four holds a special place in my heart because I really liked four. Okay. Yeah, so, I would uh, say well, this goes after five. So or now not. it's one. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. I was just saying, I'm going to keep harping on the franchise speech and how they just, like, missed the mark. Of course. like, I kind of cling on to like the dumb, like the movie fanness of the movies. I like that in them, and yeah. like they were just they were literally wrong in this one, and it was so annoying. Um, I'll let you know now since I'm on Rotten Tomato. Uh, sixty five is a tight ninety. The Adam Driver movie. 
but it's getting Ooh. pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Well, yeah, it's going to be really so, bad. <laughs> um, I'm still going to love it, though, I bet. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, final for the movies uh, until Scream 7 comes out. Uh, one, two, four, five, six, and three. So uh, let's uh, glaze some stars. Start spreading the glaze. I'm starring today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond hands. They are longing to glaze. Stabbing right through people's faces. New York, New York. And if I can glaze it there, then I can glaze it anywhere. It's up to us. New York, New York. Wow. Stab you through the mouth. Spectacular. <laughs> I'm really setting the bar too high for myself over and over again. Here. I was hoping really you were going to do the red right hand song, but with this red right glaze. <laughs> so, Keith, what do you give Scream 6? So, can I spoil my own pre glaze since we haven't given our pre glazes? Well, he says that after we give our ratings. Yeah. Okay, I won't do it then because I remember it, unfortunately. But. Well, we all do. We we did it last yeah, night. It was fresh. It was fresh. It's, it's gonna take and more clean. than a. It's gonna take more than a couple Applebee's cocktails to get that pre-glaze out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. But, you um, walked in yelling what your pre-glaze was. I'm breaking yeah. this out. Yeah. Applebee's, give me the. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, this was a. A lot of stars are going to go to my because I think Scream is fair for to me to rate the experience of watching it. And I was at the movie with some cool folks, got to eat some popcorn, hang out, laugh at the screen. So that itself bought it two stars. So this movie got two and a half stars. I uh, concur. I also gave it two and a half stars. It could have been so much more. It's (laughs) so just to remind people, a two and a half for us just means it is a solid average movie. Like two and a half is not a bad rating to get from my point of view. It's just nope. it is an average movie. Yep, so, average two and movie a half for me. I am with you on the whole two and a half train. Um, you know, even though I know I shat on it for the net last uh, hour <laughs> or so, but I enjoyed it. But it was just coming. It's like watching all these movies for the first time in a for the first time in most recent years or so. And then you're like, okay, I get where they're going with these movies. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, it's a Scream 2 remake in a way. Just change here, you know, take this, to- place this out, put that in. But it was okay. I liked the character. I liked the core four. Um, But it just seemed rushed. And I, I felt like they could have been more cheesy in a way. Like, you, you you're right. Like, they did the whole scene, you know, the we I know we didn't talk about, it, but like when we get the jump scare of the guy the son being brought back to life from being stabbed in the mouth, and then Kirby drops a TV on and she goes, I saw this in a scary movie once. And she was like, <laughs> Haha, the ostrich from Family Guy. Haha. <laughs> um so two and a half. 
So, uh, two and a half across the board. That brings our rating in at two and a half. Lowering the overall Scream franchise rating to a 3.24 from a 3.33. Lowering Scream from a top five top movie franchise for us to top six. That's huge. Ghostbusters <laughs> up into our top five for overall franchises. <laughs> Even with the, yeah. Do, uh, Brick, do you have the individual Scream? Like, or is it ranking the. Yes. So out of the six. So uh, I know one's is... one. This ties it with three for the lowest rated at two and a half. Both this one and three both get two and a half. Okay. One gets a 3.92 because Joe and I committed the worst rating we've ever done by not giving them this movie a higher rating. I, I to this day. Uh, Scream 2. I don't remember Scream 2 as fondly as we seem to rate it because it came in at a 3.75 for Scream 2. Damn. So we liked Scream 2, apparently. Ah! There it is. That, oh, yeah. that might be why. That might be why. Uh, Scream 4 was a 3.42, and Scream 5 was a 3.33. Okay. okay. So, yeah, this was a pretty poorly rated Scream movie, but yep. we still didn't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Just rushed, people. Just rushed. As they're probably going to announce within the next week or two that, you know, Scream 7 will be coming out. And, and like... they just got to wait to see what happens. Like what type of money it makes? Yeah, and then they'll be announcing Scream Seven be coming out next, you know, next February or March again. It's like how? How? Come on, people. <laughs> um. So, until the next Scream comes out, we're moving on in the franchise. Ah! To ah! thank you, as we're moving on in the fake movie world into the Terminator franchises. I was the one that picked it. So coming here next week will be the beginning of the Terminator movie with. The Terminator. You can go to no dong 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 dong, but you can go to no entertainment.com. That's right, no entertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias at no cell ent, no cell entertainment on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great job, guys. I don't think anyone will know. We'd already filmed five other podcasts before we went back and did this one. 